0: learning and growing in God. So pull up a chair and grab a cup of coffee, or in my case tea, and join us as we fellowship.
1: So let's pray. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for this time and this day. We thank you for an opportunity that you have given us to share. We Thank you for all those who you have blessed and put in their hearts to join us this morning to share this this precious time together. Lord, we pray that as we move through this series and as we embark on this thought process, that you would guide us, that you would be with us, that you would speak to us right where we are in our own lives. Lord, be glorified and let us be blessed today. In Jesus name. Amen. So I wanted to kind of um, today set the precedence for this whole idea of starting over. And we introduced it last week. And I think, you know, the, the, in order for this, for us to be successful and glean what we need to glean from this series by what God is trying to plant in our spirits is, we have to set the precedence that your life is not your own. OK, that is probably the most paramount thing that I believe God wants us to focus on today. Your life is not your own. The scripture that we spoke about um, last week from Proverbs 16 to 9. The Bible says people can plan what they want to do, but it is the Lord who guides their steps. Okay, so the precedence is set there. We plan what we want to do, but ultimately it is God's plan that prevails. Ultimately, it is God that guides our steps. So setting the precedence of what it really means, this concept of starting over, we have to submit to the fact that if my life is not my own, I don't necessarily have all the information about where I'm going. I don't have all the pit stops. I don't have all the advice institutes. I don't have all the changes. I don't know everything that's going to happen. I can plan the best I can plan. But at the end of the day, I don't know. Only God really knows. Okay. And then we deal with those feelings, right? The fact that I don't know. The fact that sometimes I feel like I know. Sometimes the fact that I want to know and I move because I think this is the way, right? But ultimately understanding that this whole idea of having a path to start over on, having a path to go this way and that way on, a lot of it has to do with the fact that God knows the way and God knows which way we ought to go, okay? So the idea of starting over is a very scary thing, right? Because it brings into question wasted time. It brings into question change, and we talked about this last time, just reiterating. It brings into question whose plan we are on, whose time clock we're on. It brings into question uh, how we see our own personal lives, our own personal decisions. Our hope for this series is that we begin to value that we are not called to live this life alone. That every decision that you have and every decision that you have to make should be filtered through a sovereign being who is God. So these feelings that we feel of despair and anxiety and frustration when life throws curveballs at us, when we have ups and downs, when we have things like that, God wants us to be governed by the fact that nothing started before Him. And I think that's kind of where, as, as we were coming here, the Lord wanted me to focus on like four words, right, in the in the very beginning of. The Bible, right? In the beginning, God. Okay. Those four words open up the whole scriptures. In the beginning, God. And as I was wrestling with, you know, the idea of, you know, pride, that was a few things that, I, that we want to talk about in this series, like progress and how we interpret our progress, regret that we deal with, with decisions that are, that we've made and all this other stuff. And it's kind of like, in order for us to really experience a reset or a restart or whatever, we often gauge how far back we have to go, right? We often gauge how far back we need to go to feel like we're really getting a fresh start and, and dealing with those feelings or really having to start over. But what God, I believe God wanted me to kind of share with us today to kind of set a foundation and it will move deeper into more specifics next week. God opens up the scriptures and our first awareness of God is he is the ultimate beginning. Okay. So us restarting is never going to be before God. Think about that. Think about that. Our beginning, where no matter how far back you feel like you need to go to have peace, to feel like you need to go to at the ultimately, God has established the beginning already. So if you have to go back to the beginning, you will still find God. And God was there before you. And this is really what the Lord kind of put in my spirit. And I really was blessed just driving here thinking like, "Okay, God, what can we say today about this? And we talked about how God orchestrates our lives. And it's kind of like those of us who are parents, there's no way for us to love our kids more than God loves us. Like the passionate love that you have for your kids, the desire that you have for your kids to succeed, the desire that you have for your kids to become all that God has purposed them to be. That much more passionate is God about you. Now, the difference between me as a parent and as a father and God is God already knows the future. God already knows what's ahead of me. Right. So in in a sense, if God knows what's ahead of me, me relying on him is going to put myself in in the best place to be able to see and be prepared for what he knows is ahead of me. See, we can prepare our kids for a future that we can vaguely see. Right. But for us, in God's eyes, God is trying to prepare you for a future that he knows. That we're going to come up to. So this whole idea of if your life navigates you through things in your life and if things happen in your life, that kind of uh, cause you to move in a way that may uh, make you feel like you've lost time, may make you discouraged or anxious or, you know, this is not what's not was this was not a part of my plan or this is not something that I anticipated. At the end of the day, trusting and and believing that God is the ultimate beginning. And not only is he the ultimate beginning, but he knows where you're going. Us yielding and submitting ourselves to him is going to help us to be most prepared for whatever comes, whether we feel prepared or not. So a lot of this concept of starting over and trusting God has to do with us just relying on his strength and not ours. We're not leaning on our own understanding, but acknowledging him. And allowing him to direct our path, right? And his direction is not always John, Rachel, go up the street, turn left, turn right, and then wait. Sometimes it's just the fact that I've spent so much time with God and I've acknowledged the fact that my life is not my own, that if I walk by faith, my path will turn into the direction that God has ordained it to go, right? So there's this. Um, temptation for guesswork and there's a temptation for having all the answers right away. And I wanted to just help us today to understand that it's OK that you don't have all the answers because you're not supposed to. It's OK that you don't know which way to turn because you're not ne- necessarily supposed to know. Right. Understanding the fact that if I need to go back and if God's direction now is to go back instead of going forward or to start over instead of to keep trying to push through, then I have to understand that God is both at the beginning and at the end of the story. This particular day, Palm Sunday, kind of gives us an idea of what that is. So if you read the story, and I encourage you this week, read the passion story, John 11, 12, kind of like with Lazarus' death and go all the way towards the end with the cross. And I, I, and I believe that you're going to see, I, I advise, read the easy-to-read version because, I mean, it's going to really bless you. I'm going to encourage you there, okay? It's going to really bless you. But start with the Lazarus story and go all the way down and read that. And you're going to start to see how specific God is with various painful things in our lives that look like it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and I'll probably go into that a little bit more next week as far as dealing with the transition and all that. We'll see. But the, the, the point I'm trying to make here is When you think about your life, it's oftentimes tempting for us to think about our lives in a uh, a linear way. Like it's supposed to just be a straight line. And if it's not a straight line, then we're off. And if if it's not, you know, then it doesn't have purpose or then it doesn't have direction. You know, and it's this idea of not knowing and not understanding our lives. It kind of gives us the, uh, the feeling that we don't have any direction or that God is not in it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But just want to encourage all of us today that if you don't remember anything that we said today, remember in the beginning, God. Right. Remember the fact that your life is not yours, whether you think it is or not. The ultimate peace that you're going to have in your life is understanding that a walk with God is a walk about yielding. It's about surrendering your own will. It's about giving up what you'd like to do and what you want to do, because at the end of the day. God allows both good and bad to ultimately work together for His ultimate purpose of our success.
0: And I just really yeah. quickly because I know we're on a very fast-moving train. When you were talking and you you even admonishing um, us to read the, the the story of the passion uh-huh. of Christ uh, starting at Lazarus. Yeah, I thought about the fact that the story of Lazarus is an example of starting over exactly because he was sick and word was sent to Jesus to please come to heal him because Mm -hmm. he was sick. And the idea of Jesus sort of salvaging Mm -hmm. that situation Mm -hmm. would have been him coming and healing him so Mm -hmm. that he didn't die in the first place. Mm -hmm. So our idea of God or Jesus stepping in a situation and fixing it before it gets to the point of death. Mm -hmm. When, Jesus, in this situation, he's depicting what it means to start over with him. And he mm-hmm. says, before he, he resurrects Lazarus, he says, I am the resurrection, right? Yep. When you think of the word resurrection, that term is starting over. Start starting over. Because that's insinuating that something at one point was dead and needs to be resurrected or lifted back up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just the thread of starting over can be seen throughout the Bible throughout different stories where if Jesus is coming in, because we're dead in sin anyway, so him coming to us in any capacity of our life is starting over. So, you know, that just made me think of when you mentioned, you know, the story of Lazarus, that is yet another example of starting over and and what it means when Jesus comes into a situation Mm -hmm. to start it over. Yeah. He was dead. Lazarus was dead. That was it. He was done done. Right? He was very done. He stinketh. That's, yeah. that's what it yeah, said. He, he was, was so to dead, the point he was
1: rotting already. Of stinking. Yeah. Right?
0: And Jesus comes and he introduces himself as the resurrection in that situation and he resuscitates and starts over Lazarus' life. And I often wonder how his life went from that point yeah. until his second death, right? Yeah. But, you know, I just I just no, to... no, that,
1: that's amazing. And that's kind of what I was saying. I was going to kind of go into a little bit next week because it's still along the lines of the Passion Week. And it's still along the lines of talking about resurrection, which we will talk about next week. But this, this story also is one of my favorite stories in the Bible, because it really helps us to see life in a raw sense and Jesus's response to it. That story is full of emotion. They're mad at God. They're mad because Jesus didn't come. That you're supposed to be my friend. You, if you came here, he wouldn't have died. We have these, all of these uh, things and stipulations that we put in our everyday walk and just in our lives where we feel like God should have come through. And we, we're faced with the decision of where this is too late. This situation is dead. You know, this is over. I've lost this. I've lost that. And, and, and the Lord wants to, you know, basically say, number one, everything begins with me but also everything restarts with me too. And then ultimately, everything will end with me. So just, just relying on that security that we have in the opportunity that we can start again. And if we have to go back to the beginning, it doesn't necessarily mean failure. And it doesn't necessarily mean wasted time. Sometimes going back, to God is actually moving to the next level. And just to close out here, um, just, just kind of like this, this thought, we who play video games back in the day, we understand uh, Nintendo, okay? I don't know what side people were on, Atari, those games, the, the 8-bit games, right? And we play Super Mario and we understand the process of sometimes, you know, I mean, the idea of the game is just to win, to beat it, to move forward, to get to the next level. And those who are uh, Mario aficionados, um, we want to get every star. We want to get all the Easter eggs. We want to find the secret levels and all that other stuff. But ultimately, the goal is to beat the game, get to the end with as minimal damage, as minimal collateral damage as possible, right? And obviously, the game is designed for us to fail because the failure teaches us where the Easter eggs are. The failure teaches us which way we should go, and where the shortcuts are. So there are many times we have to keep going back. You're actually learning how to move forward. So in this series, we're going to be going through different um, aspects of looking, looking at our own lives in, in reference to how God's plan ultimately unfolds in our life. But remembering today, keeping that in your forefront, in the beginning, God. That no matter how far back you have to go, you're not going to be before God. Secondly, Jesus is the resurrection. The power to start again comes from the Lord. And finally, he's the end as well. So he knows the end from the beginning and us submitting to the fact that God has our plan and our life is not our own. is going to allow us to be able to walk with God in peace and harmony and ultimately enjoy the journey, no matter where life leads us. Amen. So let's pray. Lord, Lord, we thank you and we praise you for this day. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for what we have gleaned today. And although today was a shorter time, we pray, Lord, that you uh, would speak to us and allow those things that were said to marinate in our spirits. Help us to realize that you are the beginning and the end. And you are the one that gives us the grace to begin again at every stage of our life because you, Lord, are the resurrection. So we thank you for this time, this season, what the season means. We pray, Lord, that as we are walking through our lives, we become more in tune with the fact that you have one life for us to live. And everything that happens in our life is orchestrated by you. So we pray for peace, we pray for joy, we pray for more awareness of your presence in our lives. Bless us and keep us, Lord. This is our prayer in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Before you go, We'd like to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Romans 10, 9-10 says that if we confess with our mouth and believe with our heart, we shall be saved. Pray this with me. Lord Jesus, I recognize and acknowledge that I am a sinner in need of your grace. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn away from my sins and ask you to forgive me and save me. I make you Lord of my life. If you made this life-changing decision, welcome to the family. We want to know about it. Connect with us online at www.thelifehouseministries.org or by downloading the LifeHouse app. We love you all and pray God continues to bless and keep you.